Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the NXT 2.0 preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley Boys, Michael Sidgwick from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0 Vengeance Day. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review NXT 2.0, but also Malaral, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Pay views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Sidgwick to look ahead to NXT 2.0 Vengeance Day tonight. If you're wondering, well, where on earth is Michael Hamlet? Um, yeah, apologies for this podcast, probably also coming out a little bit late. Kind of a big news day here in the office, and Hamlet is tackling all the latest on the Cody Rhodes situation. We might as well just briefly mention it here. Um, your instant reaction to... Well, we thought it was just a bit of vague speculation by Dave on Wrestling Observer Radio. Went in and recorded a news story about it. Came out and went, oh, there's been statements released by Cody, Brandy, and of course, AEW, and specifically Tony Khan. Jesus, I'm shell-shocked. I'm shell-shocked. I'm certain there's a story bubbling under the story. We knew that Cody Rhodes was a free agent. We knew that he was still working, um, albeit without a contract. Um, but his entire brand was built around WWE sucks. Let's create an alternative to it that we can get paid an astronomical rights fee because the TV industry is completely transformed in the wake of streaming services. We can actually do the alternative that wrestling has sorely lacked for, what, 20-odd mm. years. His idea was WWE's terrible. He's taken the piss out of WWE subsequent to that several times. This is a pure business financial decision, surely. He's not watching it and thinking, I'd love to go back there. (laughs) I mean, surely not. Like, surely not. That leads me to believe that they've given him a ridiculous amount of money that Tony Khan has said, you know what, we've got Punk, we've got Danielson, we've got... Page Omega is still going to make his return. We've got Keith Lee recently signed. Um, Darby Allen, MGF, Jungle Boy. They are Britt Baker, the stars we wanted to make. Stars are stars now. I don't need you as much as I did. If they're giving you that much money, just feel free to go. Or, this is pure speculation. Maybe that's in bad form. But this Brandy Rhodes, Dan Lambert stuff was dumped on big time. Has there been some kind of conversation where someone said, look, this is not working at all, and the other party has said, well, that. 
I don't. I think there's a deeper story to this. I really do. To go to WWE potentially, um, just to clarify, in the wake of the statements released from AEW and Cody Rhodes, um, Andrew Zarian, very reputable from Matt Men, um, who's broken several stories mm. before, has said that he can confirm that Cody's camp has been in touch with WWE. He's. I could. I know for a fact he's not watching that on TV and thinking. I'd love to sink my teeth into this. It looks like a great TV program. Mm, yeah. There's elements of WWE that are great. Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns would be fantastic. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar would be fantastic. And that's it. <laughs> Pretty much. Wild. I can't be honest to talk about Vengeance Day now. This is I, think that, I think this is the strategy. I think they've tried to take all the attention, all the buzz. <laughs> One last piss off to NXT yeah. for... Um, <laughs> following them around like a bad smell back in 2019. Absolutely shell shock of a story. Um, difficult to concentrate on anything else, much mm. less Steve Austin's freaking in-ring return. What an unbelievable day um, to be in the wrestling news media. Thank you, Cody, I guess. Yeah. Genuinely, like I loved everything he did virtually. Um, I get that people said that he lost to too many people, and I know I've said this a million times, but just think about who he lost to mm. and why he won the matches to make those losses mean something. The TNT title run, the angles, the match, the promos with Chris Jericho, um, actually realizing that, you know what, we deserve better than what we got from WWE. I think whether you like AEW or not, whether you love to hate it, whether you love to troll it, you've got to give Cody Rhodes all the praise in the world, whatever you think of his in-ring or his ego or his whatever, he has transformed the wrestling business for the better. Any other job, when it gets mad, just whenever, whenever I used to in working other jobs, it stressed me out so much. You just think, oh God, I can't wait to go home. I hate this. I think this almost every day, especially on days like this, I'm like, Bloody love this job. Yeah, I know. It's so much fun. So fascinating. 2022 is going to be absolutely mental. Carnage. Anyway, let's look ahead to Vengeance Day. We will <laughs> be all right. We'll, uh, we'll obviously be across anything that develops, and we'll probably delve into this more, uh, the Cody Rhodes situation on the uh, on the Dynamite preview. feels like it has to be discussed around that, if not in, in more detail in other podcasts over yep. the coming days. But we've got to talk about Vengeance Day. It goes down tonight on uh, NXT. We've got three title matches to look forward to, uh, along with uh, the final of the Dusty Cup, and let's not forget a weaponized cage. A weaponized match. cage. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, let's start with the uh, most obvious place to start, and that's the NXT title, Baran Breaker versus Santos Escobar. I mean, going into this anyway, one would assume Braun Breaker probably retains. Well, they kind of shown their hand with uh, Dolph Ziggler knocking about now that. You sense he is going to retain and, and potentially go on to other things with main roster stars. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we say quite often it's not about the outcome being in doubt. This is not Vince Russo's WCW. Certain matches have a predictable outcome because they make the most sense. It's not about what you think is going to happen. It's about making you want the thing that's going to happen happen most of the time. And what I want to see happen here is Santos Escobar, not carry Bron Breaker, but do his very best to hoist him oh, to yeah. like a really, really strong match. I think we'll get it as well. It's not particularly heated. No one was really talking about this match or this program, even before this like absolutely seismic news day broke. Um, but I expect this to be very, very good indeed. Um, I think Santos it could well be Bron Breaker's best match. Yeah. Not, not just because he's developed through matches with Champa, 
but also because you can have him do mad Steiner-esque stuff with the two flunkies. Yeah, absolutely. Give one of them give one of them a Frankensteiner. Give one of them the Steiner screwdriver. Like, oh. like please. Like, please. They'll never do that in WWE, but we can but dream. Um, yeah, I expect this to be very good indeed. Um, I was low on Santos Escobar, and this isn't... I can't tell if this works or not, because I saw people debut in AEW mid-pandemic and thought... Well, this kind of works because everyone's feeling it, even if they're behind a computer screen in isolation. Um, but with Santos Escobar and NXT not being particularly great, like I just never really got it. In recent weeks and months, his presence, how cool he comes off as, um, he's really sort of won me over. Mm. And I'd really think he's deserving of more praise than he gets. It's, it's almost like he doesn't exist in a weird way. Like, no one really talks about him, but he's just such a great promo. Um, he looks cool as all hell. I love the act, and I really hope for Bron Breaker's development and his confidence, and in fact for how much Santos Escobar deserves way more praise than he's gotten. Um, I really hope this is strong. I expect it to be strong, and um, obviously I expect Bron Breaker to yeah. retain. Yeah, retention for, for Bron Breaker as well from me. And uh, I've, I've really enjoyed Santos Escobar for quite some time now. I loved his feud, even if it went on a fair while with uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, great to see him off doing other stuff as well now, by the way. Um, do you think Dolph Ziggler shows up tonight on, on NXT? I expect as much. I think what they're going to do is they're going to do a halfway respectable number, albeit on sci-fi, um, with the idea being that, and again, it's a logical idea, import main roster stars who aren't tippy-top attractions who are going to taint their brand by going to NXT 2.0 and build matches in sort of a two- to three-week episodic cycle, and then they can go on their way. Um, so I expect them to shoot some kind of Dolph Ziggler, Tommaso Ciampa, physical angle, setting up a match for next week with the idea of, we're coming back to USA with a bang, we've got a main roster star in a dream match of sorts. Yes. You have to use that qualifier. It's 2022. Let's be realistic as much as people might like Ziggler. I mean, come on. Um, so I expect that to happen. Um Probably mid-match. Yeah. That's the best way of potentially generating drama. Um, Dolph Ziggler potentially trying to influence the outcome and then you get a great near fallout of it and then Champa can come down, restore order, thereby setting up their match. There's more title matches to discuss. Uh, one I am heavily emotionally invested in, so tread carefully here. Michael Sidgwick, the North American title's on the line. I love both guys in it, I think it's fair to say. I think Carmelo Hayes is brilliant and probably should just be on the main roster, even though ooh, I'm not sure what they would do with him, Trick, up there. Regardless, he is facing... I know my throat's buggered, but I'm going for it anyway. Raven to the moon! Is tonight the night he finally gets his hand on gold? No. Well, ah. Cameron Grimes is there now as someone who's like... He's everything about NXT 2.0, if that makes any sense. He's the old work-rate guy who can bring on the likes of um, Carmelo Hayes, who's got a different background. He's not some PC greenhorn like he was really doing um, well on a battered independence scene before uh, he got recruited. So I expect this to be well above the usual standard of NXT 2.0 fare. But nonetheless, he exists, Cameron Grimes, as... Someone who's as fun as NXT 2.0 and as good as NXT 1.0. I mean, he's the perfect NXT 2.0 guy, and I'm, in fact, he's the perfect guy to really try and make something of the Cameron uh, of the Carmelo Hayes North American title reign. 
usually when we do these podcasts because NXT 2.0 is this impossible thing to take seriously. Just look at it. We kind of want and expect the worst because it's more amusing that way. It's more entertaining that way. This is the most earnest I'm ever going to get on this preview podcast. So click, <laughs> take a mental picture or whatever or a note. I'm desperate for this to match to be awesome. Not yeah. just very good that I expect it to be. I think Carmelo Hayes has got no right whatsoever to be as cool as he is on this brand. Mm. It's ridiculous. And Trick Williams is awesome as well. I think they deserve the world. It is so impressive to me that they can make it feel cool. Nobody else does. Like, I can have fun with the Cameron Grimes. Um, I can enjoy, in theory, more so than in my emotions, what Tommaso Ciampa brings to it. But no one makes me feel like, how on earth are they making this this cool? I want this to be a no book match. I want this to be a match that people add to their spreadsheets as like a potential match of the year contender. Mm -hmm. Because I think people really need to watch more of Carmelo Hayes. I understand why they don't. NXT 2.0 is tainted as a brand. It's big daft load of bollocks. But people deserve to watch this man, and this man deserves an audience. And if they can deliver something incredible, get elusive buzz generated from this match, people might at least follow Carmelo Hayes as a potential future superstar because the guy is incredible. And Trick Williams as well. Oh, yeah. You tell you what WWE need to do with Trick Williams, right? They need to realize, right, okay, let's just puncture the facade of denial that we're the absolute best because, you know, look at the performance center and look, mm -hmm. at the, the, look at the star crop it's yielded. It's barren. I wish they would just once look inwardly and go, maybe we're not the best at developing talent. Trick Williams, have a stint in the New Japan Dojo. Go to Mexico for a bit. Go to the UK. Like, do some indies. Get every single bit of experience you can to be a complete professional wrestler because with your verbal ability, you are like legit superstar potential. I agree. For Trick Williams. I know this is incidental to the match, but it's never going to happen as well. It's a complete pipe dream. But they <laughs> should just realize, come on, right, the best way of developing talent, as we've seen throughout the years, is to get as much eclectic experience as possible. Don't be WWE about it, Trick Williams. The guy is a star. I am, I think it's fair to say, a habitual Straw clutcher, right? Yes. But there's enough here for me to think, so you're telling me there's a chance. I look across the board and I go, across last week and this week, we've had four title matches. I think, generally, you're probably going to get three retentions there. You've already had Mandy Rose obviously retaining. I think you're right, Bron Breaker retains. And I think quite possibly Toxic Attraction retains to spoil my pick in the next match we're going to discuss, which leaves only this title match. And I'm like, okay. Well, that, that's a good start, obviously. I think uh, Cameron Grimes deserves, obviously, uh, deserves gold. And then you think, well, hang on, what are you doing with Carmelo Hayes there? Because he's just got himself established. And I think, you're right, I think this is probably going to be match of the night. Um, uh, if not, maybe, maybe MSK and Creek Brothers. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and the reason I, I also add fuel to this fire is I think we could see one of our final, for the time being now, leaps to the main roster after WrestleMania with Carmelo Hayes. And I'm like, eh, that's only, what, six weeks? So, yeah, I haven't dropped the title for me. Bollocks to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then have a rematch around WrestleMania where he's like, if I can't win it back because he's so bloody cool, I'll just leave. And then he leaves and turns up on the main roster because he deserves to be there with Trick Williams. He's great. Uh, I'm clutching at straws. I More so than a title change, as much as I'd love to see Cameron Grimes wearing one, I agree, I think... I just really hope this one is a standout. 
not just for the sake of NXT 2.0, but also for the guys involved because they deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. And Cameron Grimes doesn't get enough love either. No. I, I th- really hope I think what's going to happen, he's going to hit the cave-in on Trick Williams, turn around and get beaten. But, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the women's tag titles. Uh, Toxic Attraction versus Indy Hartwell and Persia Parotta. Do you see a retention here, like I said, or... Potentially title change, or even a, a split for one of the teams. Oh, split. They're still absolutely intent on pushing Toxic Attraction as the stars of this brand. I think that's a terrible idea, personally. Um, I feel sorry going two-footed on them every single week, but like, I just don't think the act works at all. I can see through it. It feels very poorly acted, but I think they will persist with it. They've been telling a story with Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada for quite some time. Basically, they're both bloody cocked after. <laughs> These bloody women are cocked after, and if they're not thinking of one cock, they're thinking of another cock. And if it's not Dexter Loomis' cock, it's now Duke Hudson's cock. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have the split because one of them is going to be daydreaming about cock in the middle of the ring, <laughs> yep. and they're going to miss a tag because, goddamn, I'm thinking about it's 9.5-inch cock. And <laughs> these two cocked after women with their little frivolous... Sexual fantasies. That's WWE's booking, not ours. I'd like to hasten to add. No, absolutely. They've yeah. been doing this, right? It's like, can you imagine? Actually, I can. Oh. Like other teams. Thing is, though, like in here's the thing. Everyone's horny, hot or wet in NXT 2.0, right? <laughs> There's relationships going all over the place. When it's the men, it's a passing comment with Imperium of all acts who go. Wendy Rose. It's hot. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. When it's um, Anofi and Blade, like, they didn't lose in the Dusty Cup because they were thinking about puss. No. It was driving them apart. They were, like, sort of... That was the end goal. So with Anofi and Blade, they were like, I'll tell you what, I'll take the other two, and you take Mandy Rose. Boom, let's work together. <laughs> Bros, all the rest of it. Mandy men. Rose. We're like the Love men. Love those boys. We're the men. We're the men. They are bonded by their love of puss, Right. Because they can rationalize, well, what we'll do is we'll win matches first. <laughs> and then, boom, that's when we get the puss. Indy Hartwell and Persia Prota being women are getting driven apart by CAC. <laughs> so the idea is the men can retain their professionalism, keep their eyes on the prize, not fall out, but support each mm-hmm. other in their quest for puss. In their respective quests for CAC, Persia Prota and Indy Hartwell are like, you're thinking about cock too much. You're thinking about cock too much. Could this and be anything to do with people behind this show? Yeah, think? I think so. Oh. I think it is. I think they have a different right perception of how they perceive women and men. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, not just for those reasons, and I completely agree. I think we may well even see a split for these two tonight. I agree, but also because in, in I think, next week, actually, we begin the, the Women's Dusty Cup, and it makes no sense to have uh, a babyface sort of infighting team hold the titles. Oh, no whilst all these other teams, and let's be honest, the team who should win the whole thing should be Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray, and so it has yeah. to kind of be Toxic Attraction holding the tag belts if that happens. Like, literally, if they were men, because we've seen it on the exact same show, Hartwell and Parata could go like, well, I'm glad that you've got a love interest. How about we win this match, and I'll show you what I did with Dexter, <laughs> and how to woo a man. I don't, it's just cockney now. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. this show's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> Maybe it doesn't deserve a banger between Carmelo Hayes and Cameron Grimes after all. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Well, we also get the uh, Dusty Cup final. It is MSK winners of last year's Dusty Cup and the Creed brothers. Um, potential for for a great match here. Two very different styles, though. Yeah, styles make fights. That's the crack in it. Now the dynamic here should be glorious. Uh, maybe glorious is a total stretch. I'm just on a, a high from the the content yes. today. MSK are an incredible in ring act. Feel like I should qualify that. Um, the Creed brothers have very good potential, but they're not all the way yet there yet. They really came on, I thought, in the semi-final. Again, this is all very earnest. Mm. Uh, We've got some games still, don't worry. Just, I, I've, I've not really thought about them. It's just been the Codyverse today, probably. Okay. Um, this should be the Creed brothers' best ever match. Whether that can crack the elusive, genuine banger, unqualified, oh, it's very good for their sort of level of experience. That's kind of where I'm erring, but realistically, this could be more than that. But if it isn't, there's no shame. NXT 2.0 is there as a development facility that's somehow on national television. <laughs> um, MSK, they haven't gone to all these lengths with the Shaman and the Ark and all the rest of it and all of those pre-tapes to not put them over. It would be WWE to do that, but NXT 2.0 is somehow better than WWE, even though it wants to be WWE more than it does NXT 1.0. I know we've seen a lot of Imperium versus uh, what's the, the Malcolm Bivin stable based Diamond, Diamond Mine. Mine. Yeah, 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 that's played out. So I think you're right. I think MSK, and it's a nice sort of oh back to back winners. Uh, they kind of lost their way a little bit. Yeah. I, they didn't need to. They were the most 2.0 yeah, team yeah. when 2.0 became 2.0. But I think you're right. I think MSK hopefully win it for a second time. And them versus the two genuinely talented guys now in Imperium after they've ruined Gunther is a match that is, again, a really, yeah. really exciting prospect for me. So I think you're right. MSK to win the Dusty Cup for a second year running right Let's talk about this weaponized cage match. It is Python versus Paul D'Angelo. Uh, um, what on earth are they going to do here? Because they've already had a, a, a rubbish WWE player yeah. match. Um, like, sorry, I interrupted. No, it's fine. I was uh, going to include my uh, 
Tony D'Angelo predictor. Well, it's goddamn here, huh? In this. Um, which is uh, a little, you know, inset promo with Pete Dunne saying, oh, I've got things that I can break your fingers with attached to the cage. So he's got you know, kendo stick, all the usual bollocks. You know, it's the Ambrose bloody asylum all over again, basically. And then it cuts to, to Tony D'Angelo. And they say, uh, Tony, we've seen the, the list of uh, things that you've got uh, attached to the, the cage. And it seems a little bit weird. He's like, uh, hey, what are you trying to say here, huh? You nosy bitch. <laughs> he says, uh, well, you had one item that the team just outright rejected, which was the mafia choice, an ice pick. Huh? Uh? You're not allowed that. Just murder, you know. Um, and then maybe some other uh, sort of mafia-adjacent stuff uh, that has been included, but not... And they said, there's just one thing on this list I don't understand. So you got chairs, you got a lead pipe, you got a cricket bat. You got a goddamn kendo stick, it's the Fed after all. Yeah, you got to break 20 of those bastards. <laughs> right. Uh, and they say, and then on your side of the cage... You asked for a carpet. He's like, of course I asked for a carpet. The f***ing roll them up in after I beat that little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not beating that. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, what's that? It's, 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 it's on the goddamn cage. It's cement shoes. I'm going to drown the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mafia adjacent stuff. Um, to be silly if they didn't have fun with it for goddamn sake. Um... Who do you think wins this? I don't care. Because they sort of gone... Have they gone 50? I don't care. I don't care who wins this. They, for me, appear... Well, we've said for quite some time, we've had way more fun doing the Tony D'Angelo character mm. than they have. And I think that Pete Dunne wins this. It's more like... A, it's not like... An, not necessarily an indication that they've given up on him. It's more like a, just a babyface story. But Pete Dunne has re-upped. Mm -hmm. And he has value in terms of bringing these guys on. Um, so I expect Pete Dunne to win because Pete Dunne versus Bron Breaker is another valuable way of building, like, in plain sight, um, the Bron Breaker project than Tony D'Angelo is. Mm. No disrespect. No disrespect to Tony. Uh, um, I, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. I think uh, Tony's got some work to do and winning... In theory, at the very least, although WWE's many years or many recent years, winning should ele elevate you up the card. And I don't think he's ready yeah. for it just yet, so he can have some fun feuds with uh, your man from Ch Andre Chase for a bit or whatever, if you want to do that. I don't know what's going on with him. He was meant to be there last week. He was meant to give a Chase University size ass whooping to Von Wagner, uh, but that's not happening, apparently. Um, and I think maybe you could do. Like you say, maybe whilst Bron's busy, busy with uh, with Dolph, you could do him and Santos Escobar because he can break some more of Legado de Fantasma's hands. Yeah, why not? Something along those lines. Sounds boring well. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> is tonight, Michael Sidgwick, the night that LA Knight gets arrested? This is Fallout from last week's show where LA Knight beats Sanger, the big monster, the big heavy now that Grayson Blatty Waller's employed. And Grayson Waller went, right, he said, I think, he, I'm fairly certain he said, if you beat Sanger, I'll lift the restraining order. He beat Sanger, then went into attack L uh, LA Knight, 
And when Grayson Waller got his head kicked in, he went, oh, right, that's it. You've gone too far now. I'm going to arrest you next week. Is this going to happen? Would you say, no, it's not going to happen? Or, yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to you. He's the biggest star in NXT for us He's awesome. He's absolutely awesome. Um, I'll say that. I think I might just enjoy hearing him talk rather than do anything in the storyline. God knows. Schedule arrests. Uh, Of course he is. What am I th- sorry to interrupt. That's okay. You know, what, what have we always said about, as much as we love him, what have we always said about him? He's like, Stone Cold Rock Austin. He yes. does an incredible impression of having charisma. Picture Stone Cold Steve Austin. I know he's in the news recently, but picture what's one of the most iconic images of him being led away in handcuffs, yeah. talking smack as he is. Yeah. Yeah, let me talk to you. Let me talk to my lawyer. <laughs> I got one phone call. Let me talk to him. <laughs> Reckon, yeah, he's getting arrested now, isn't he? Yeah. Maybe like before, like maybe not shots Grace and Water or something beforehand. Yeah. A little prick. He did make a promise, to be fair. He did. Uh, I looked on Wikipedia before. So this may may have like it's one of those things where I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. This is an AEW pay-per-view, right? And I went on AEW's Wikipedia page and there was a match on there that hadn't been announced or we'd even discussed. I'd go. Oh, some little dickhead's been on there <laughs> and just chucked on, uh, you know, whoever it is, you know, two two AW people in a match they w- would quite like to see. I went on Vengeance Day's Wikipedia page earlier, and they said it's Grayson Waller and Sanger versus LA Knight in a handicap match. Now, I don't think that's the case, but it's entirely plausible that WWE could just decide yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is a match and not tell yeah. anyone other than Wikipedia. We'll see. But I don't know. It's been a weird, but he pins Sanger again, but this time in a handicap match to really cut the legs out from underneath. Funny enough, I don't think the analytics and the engagement on the NXT 2.0 account are going to do any, like, numbers today of all days. Yeah, good point. Um, Well, one thing that will always have our attention is uh, the ongoing romance saga between Casey Catanzaro, Caden Carter, and uh, Boris Johnson and Brock Johnson. Is that going to get followed up? I mean, it has to get... It's the night after fucking... Valentine's Day. Yeah. Surely it has to get followed up tonight. It might break up the show. Um, a double date. One of them going to go to the movies. Yeah, I think the theory was, I don't know which one it was, one of them wanted to take Caden Carter out, went and asked her, and she got confused and thought they meant double date. So now the other one's stuck with the beautiful Casey Catanzaro. Bloody hell, I've got to go on a date with her. So I think they're going to go... Uh, like double date and then be like, you guys go and take your $8 and piss off to the cinema so I can have some alone time. Did they mention cinema or not? Or is this yes. Our thing? Yeah, I think you said, I think you said, you're right. I think he said, take a little movies. And he's like, oh, eight bucks. You know how much the movies cost nowadays? I don't know why they're well, going to Tony this could, this could get NXT 2.0 cancelled because it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. There's a, f- it's a famous scene from a movie that like, I don't know, I've only ever seen the um, parodies and the spoofs. Where someone takes, and it's a sexual assault, someone takes it broad to the movies, puts the cock through the, the popcorn, yes. and basically sexually assaults a woman. <laughs> yes. They're not going to think of it as a sexual assault because they don't think in these terms. They think Joe Gacy's a heel. They might. Congratulations to Hardland on his engagement. Yeah, by they the might way. book this. And just think, oh, it's like that goddamn movie. And it's like, yeah, yeah it's not on, though. <laughs> yeah, that's not okay. So, honestly, one of these days, this brand is getting cancelled for being absolutely horrendous. This might happen. Um, as for the one who wants to get his hole, oh, I don't know. 
What do you think they're going to do? I think it's just going to be just us laying into them like we have done in previous weeks because I do not see this going well either in entertainment purposes or just legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I just, why am I meant to care about these people? I care more about Caden Carr and Casey Catanzaro, and that's only because, oh, God, it's going to keep going because they're going to try and help them out in the tag tournament, aren't they? Oh, for... Sorry, I've just had that realisation there. Um, Well, mine uh, is... Sort of linked to another one of our new, our new, our newest game, uh, which I would like to caveat by saying this is not us. This is this is all. It's them. It's all them. It's them, if anything. It's all them, and by that I mean WWE just completely sexualizing all their content, particularly the females on their content. You look at uh, when they debut women, or when they just highlight their champions. It's them. So, can I include this in our game, dude? Where's my tits? Of course. So, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a nightmare. Um, they're gonna set it as if they went on the date last night because it just makes more sense. Yeah. And the idiot, whoever it is, Brogs. I've got no idea which one we're. I, I can't think it's Brooks Jensen. Yeah, one of them. Um, he hasn't booked. Schoolboy error on on Valentine's night. So everywhere is fully booked. So he has to go to this cruddy restaurant after the driving the broads around for an hour. Um, yeah, and they, yeah, they, yeah, they eventually go in and uh, maybe they, they look at the prices and it's a bit steep and it's actually it's like $20 or something. Yeah. Come on, come on. Right. And uh, they are going to actually have a nice meal. They're actually, you know what? Maybe he's, he's relaxed into it now. I don't know what he's so worried about. He's, he's chatting. They go to the loo together and they have a chat. You know what? I think it's going all right. This, you know, and well, be in. Yeah, exactly. And uh, end of the night, they do. He's he's, got, he's flying now. They're, they're laughing. The waiter's laughing. The bill comes. He's like, "Hey, don't worry about this. I got it." Boom! Slams the money down. Card doesn't get rejected. We're not doing that bollocks, right? All good. And uh, Caden Carter or Casey Gatsor or both of them go. Uh, oh, thanks, Brogs. Whatever his name is. Put their hand on his hand. Thanks so much for a great night. Why don't we, because uh, what do they do? They love to party. Why don't we take the party back to ours? The other one, who just shagging as well, is like, yeah. Yeah. Jumps up out of his seat. Let's go. Brooks Jensen's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. He's like, no, they, come on. They, we wait for Let's go. Come on. Let's go with them. They're like, they're like, guys, if you don't want to, if you don't want to come, you, you don't have to come or whatever. And he's like, no, we trust me, both of us want, don't we, Brooks? He's like, yeah, I'm, I just need a minute or whatever. And then guess what, Sige? He gets up and he's got a. We've been waiting to drop that for so long, and I genuinely think that's we've had that button for a while. And I think it merits being utilised in that spot. It does merit being utilised, but. Wilborn, you know as well as I do, the game isn't called Dude, Where's My Cack? Yes. The game is called Dude, Where's My Tits? So I think along similar lines, that they're going to have a nice meal, and, you know, the chat is happening, it's flowing, can, sparks are flying, mm-hmm. you know, the vibe's right, the vibe is right. <laughs> I think that Jensen's got a little bit too 
like giddy with mm. this going well. We've all had a mate who's done this. And they're all and they're gonna be he's gonna be laughing a little bit too hard at the jokes. And at some point it's gonna be <laughs> hands go up, food goes all over the goddamn titties. Oh sauce? He's got sauce on sauce. it. Sauce. So the drips off the titties. Ah, I know. And he's gonna grab the napkins. Let me get that for you, honey. Oh no! Whoa. Oh! And then he's gonna bugger it all up. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually quite excited to see this. Oh, now. No. Uh, one final thing to to do, and that's one our final game. Um, the topsy turvy podcast normally it's very organised. This, um, and that's the uh, zeitgeist heist. And that, for those unaware, is when they uh, crowbar in a topical reference uh, about something that's in the news. Do you want me to go first on this one? Yes, because the Cody stuff, I didn't have time to prepare. Well, you, funny you mentioned that. Have you seen this? You heard about this? Uh, Cody Rhodes uh, may well be well, leaving AEW, he's going to WWE. So, very simply, uh, to, I think I think you've probably got, gone down the same line as me. <laughs> yeah, Top tr- trend. Trending search, Cody Rhodes, WWE on... Uh, on the internet. So I think uh, I'm going to go down the, the Sidgwick route because it's been successful previously. Calling the, not only the the way it's going to be introduced, but also the person, Wade Barrett, friend of the channel, is going to be saying in one of the, if not all of the, oh, maybe not even the title matches, in fact, maybe the, the Dusty Cup. What's his, what's the idiot who's next to him called? Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph, let me just say what a brilliant Vengeance Day we're having. And look at these stars in the ring, Creed Brothers and MSK. Look at these stars in the ring. You certainly see some stardust coming off them. <laughs> That's my uh, Zeitgeist Ice. You seen this? You heard about this? Seen this? You heard about this? Uh, see, the issue with my trending tab is that it's localised to the United Kingdom. Which is not, in fact, where NXT takes place. I mean, there is an NXT UK, but I've never, I've never seen it, <laughs> and we'll never be reporting. On it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will be reporting on it, but just not for the reasons you think. Yeah. So I've got Central London bridges closed. <laughs> okay. Um, so Vic, <laughs> London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> I've also got NatWest banks closing. <laughs> Six music. Fest- you can take this result to the bank, <laughs> except NatWest. Six Music Festival 2022 Cardiff. Ooh. Sounds good. Can you do a, a, a Wade Barrett on that? This is top of the props. <laughs> Just <laughs> <had a> six- <laughs> <laughs> I've also got Wordle Word Game. He did that three weeks ago. Yeah. Studio Retail Group Administrators. No, I did. Everything's falling apart, isn't it? PS5 Cyberpunk 2077. What if instead of saying, um, I've got it, I've got it. Yeah. MSK. Right, like do some kind of incredible aerial, but jumps off, Wesley jumps off Nash Carter's back, and Wade Barrett goes, look at that, that's a much better launch. He's not Cockney, but go with it. <laughs> that's a much better launch than Cyberpunk was. Yes, Because it was good. like, it was those sorts of like botches and glitches, yeah. and it was all knackered. Oh, what about Super Bowl? We should cover off Super Bowl. We use Hamlet's guess as Super Bowl, yeah. some Super Bowl related. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's more star power in this match than the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what. We've nailed this. If we pulled this together. It's, it's almost like it's incredibly easy. <laughs> <laughs> he should probably do better with it. WWE. He's more upside down than 50 cent. <laughs> yeah. What, like a tree of wool? Yeah. He's more upside down than 50 cent. He's on fire like whatever Snoop Dogg was smoking before he uh, went on and performed on stage. <laughs> 
No, I think it was cannabis. Just by the fact it's completely legal in that state and it's Snoop Dogg, you shouldn't really be surprised by that sort of thing. No. No, no. What a stupid controversy. What a stupid Ferrari. <laughs> well, there you go. Done. <laughs> Exhausted. Yeah, me too. Uh, let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT 2. But oh! Vengeance Day on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch today. You can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. And make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcast from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Got the Raw Review available right now. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully joined by Michael Hamflit, if there's no more developing AEW stories, to review uh, NXT 2.0 Vengeance Day. And that will drop into your feed as soon as it is released. But for now, this has been the NXT 2.0 preview. My thanks to Michael Sidgwick. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.